this week on Inside Motorsport, we're here from Abby Eaton, who had her tests in the V8 supercars over the last few weeks. I hope you'll stay with us. Tony Whitlock caught up with Abby Eaton to talk about her test days, following on from a conversation earlier in the month. We're with a little bit of a celebrity that appeared at Newcastle, arrived that day, is Abby Eaton, who has come to prominence in this country for her endeavours, first of all, on the show uh, The Grand Tour. Welcome on board, Abby, again. Yeah, nice to uh, be back again. Now, uh, since we spoke last, you've actually gone off and had a couple of drives of a supercar, drove your father's car in England. How does that compare, actually, with these two cars you've driven here? Yeah, so, well, I've been very busy the last couple of weeks, having lots of fun, um, which has been really lovely. But, I mean, I guess in comparison to my dad's car, kind of the thing that is comparable is the, the engine power and the noise and the grunt and the, the kind of atmosphere that that creates. So... Yeah, both both cars, um, the Walkinshaw car and the Matt Stone car, they really had that kind of theatre about them as well. But obviously they're a lot newer piece of kit, um, but kind of they keep the basics, kind of old school driving to get the most out of the cars. So kind of, yeah, probably driving my dad's car in the UK really helped um, in prep for, for this last week. Since we spoke, um, and that was the day uh, after Newcastle, where you'd actually uh, finally got some... Uh, sleeping time from arriving in the country. Since then, you've uh, driven the uh, Walkinshaw car, a, a uh, not a ZB, but a uh, VF at uh, Winton. And then now, just uh, a couple of days ago, the Matt Stone car at Queensland Raceway. Walkinshaws obviously have a lot more credentials in terms of uh, race wins, Bathurst wins, championship and things like that, compared to Matt Stone. But the comparison between the two cars. To be honest, because I'm learning a new circuit each time I jump in the car you kind of you don't really feel like there's too much of a difference between the two because you're kind of learning on the different techniques and how to get the best out of the track and bits and bobs like that but I mean both cars were extremely good fun to drive and, and both teams prepared the cars very well uh, as well so I kind of had the good package all around me which I guess is you know perfect for, for learning how to drive these things I mean the kind of the main thing um that I had to kind of get my head around was the braking technique, which is probably the same for most people that jump into the cars. Um, it's just kind of bleeding off the brakes and just kind of leaning on the front tyres as much as you can, just to save the rears. And in a GT car, it's just attack, attack all the time. Um, whereas you've got to play the long game in the supercars, especially in the, the longer races. Had you actually spoken to many drivers in England about driving these cars? I haven't in England, but a lot of people have spoken to me in England telling me that they're extremely jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I think you ask any driver, since I've been out here, I've probably had about 15 messages from all sorts of drivers in the UK just saying how jealous they are. Yeah, we, we've been very fortunate in this country to have a bunch of guys, um, guys like Jason Plato, um, Andy Priu, um, and a number of other ones I've got to know over the years and guys who've actually had great credentials in racing to come here and race. Um, that's one part of your equation, yet is to uh, do some laps around Bathurst, but that's down the road a bit, and uh, I'm sure getting to know the cars first before you actually go and learn a track like that. So have you actually formed some f firm opinions on what you would like to do? Um, yeah, I'd love to kind of put in maybe like a three- or four-year plan. Um, so I'd love to do maybe the first two years next year and, and the year after in Super 2. 
um, kind of obviously get the rookie errors out of the way and just kind of learn the ropes and just really fine-tune the technique that you need to do to get the most out of the cars. Um, and I'm not the kind of driver that wants to kind of half do things and then move on to the next thing. I, don't, I always want to conquer something. So year two of Super 2, I'd love to be able to win it, and that would always be the aim. Um, and then kind of progress on to the main game and just, you know, it's going to be a big step up. There are, you know, some brilliant drivers in, in both championships, but everything is just that little bit harder and a little bit more professional in, in supercars in the main game itself. Um, so that's kind of the plan that I've got in my head. And we just, yeah, we just need to kind of get the, the ball rolling a little bit further with that. Now, you know, the two tracks you've been on, unfortunately, what we you'd call flat tracks, um, in uh, Queensland Raceway and Winton, um, they're interesting tracks because you have to get them so right to get a good time in them. They're, you know, they're very close, uh, competitive uh, racing in them. Um, do you feel that uh, uh, racing on those sorts of circuits would would satisfy your needs to start with? Um, I think it would probably make them learn very fast because, as you mentioned, they're, they're fairly kind of simple. So the competition's extremely hard and everyone's very close um but i'd love to get stuck into Bathurst. i mean they kind of the tracks that i love the most and i enjoy the most are the ones that just try and kill you all the time which Bathurst uh, probably scores quite highly on that so um you know my favorite circuits in the uk like cadwell park and alton park and they've got lots of undulations and crests and, and bits and bobs like that so yeah, I'd love to get stuck into Bathurst, which is kind of another little ring on the, on the, the plan to do, hopefully, for next year. All right, OK. So um, now you've got a number of weeks before you're heading back to the UK? Yes, yeah, so I was supposed to be currently in the air, but I cancelled my flight. So I'm here for a little bit longer just to do some more meetings and kind of sponsor stuff. And, yeah, I'll book a flight back as and when I need to. But obviously Bathurst... Um, 12 hours, not that far away. Indeed, and that would certainly be a, a big learning curve there, running around for some time uh, doing laps of the place. Um, now, I understand uh, Pete Dillman, who is involved in your management, shall we call it, um, assisting, um, that he mentioned that you uh, had a fairly good media exposure at Queensland Raceway. Yeah, there was um, a sea of journalists and media down for the day, which is really good. Um, and I think Channel 7, 9 and 10 had come down as well and did a little piece and Supercars came down and did a little piece as well. So, you know, I think the more exposure I can get and the more publicity I can get, obviously, the, the better it'll be. And, you know, I'm trying to sell myself as a, a package. I'm a product, basically. And if I can make myself as kind of high value as possible, then hopefully the sponsors will come in and, and want to get on board. I'm just pleased that I was able to jump into the car and do the business and, you know, be, be cutting the cars from the off, which is obviously the main thing that I want to do. Were you able to meet uh, some more drivers? I mean, Newcastle, it would have been difficult because of the weekend where they were racing, but were you able to meet some of the drivers on the day at uh, both uh, Winton and Queensland Raceway? Yeah, so at Winton I worked with Warren Lush, um, so he was kind of the driver coach, and, and he went out and set kind of the base lap um, to try and, and chase all day. So I picked his brain and, a little bit, and yeah, he's done more laps around winter than probably anyone. So he was um, he was great on the day to, to help me uh, fine tune the skills. And then on uh, yesterday at Queensland Raceway, uh, Todd Hazelwood was there, so I was able to pick his brain a little bit. Um, and obviously Jamie Winkup went down as well. Um, 
he was only there for a short period of time, so I didn't actually get to speak to him, but I was able to speak to his, uh, his engineer as well. So I'm kind of, I'm just acting like a bit of a sponge at the moment and just trying to speak to as many people as I can and just get every single bit of information that could help me. Now, I, I know that uh, you've got hold of Simona Di Silvestro's uh, email address. Have you been able to make contact with her as yet? I know she's not in the country. Yeah, no, I haven't been able to make contact with her yet. Um, I'll see if she, if she wants to chat or, or to meet up. Now I'm out here a little bit longer, it might be a little bit easier. Yeah, indeed. Um, obviously, she's been uh, sort of foraging forward in a career as a woman in this country, um, particularly being a foreigner to the country. It, it, it just might give you those uh, few clues to uh, things you have to conquer uh, that are a bit different to back home. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She's worth talking to. Yes, indeed. All right, Abby. Well, uh, we look forward to hearing more news. Obviously, uh, things are on the stove, so to speak, and uh, uh, developing as we uh, talk uh, day by day. Um, you'll uh, you'll be here for Christmas, then? Yes, I'm going to have Christmas on the beach, I think. Yeah, no snow here. <laughs> be interested. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us again on Inside Supercars. That's Abby Eaton. And we look forward to hearing news on the, how she's going to progress. So thanks again, Abby. We'll look forward to, uh, in the near future, hearing that news. No worries. Thank you, That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.